Hey, this is Stephanie, the host of Over the Ledge Live. You might notice that I'm missing from the top of the podcast, and I want to let you know that no, I was not out on a date with Dan Patrick. I just had some technology problems. So wait for it. I show up about 30 minutes into the episode. Hope you enjoy it. Welcome to Over the Ledge Live, the podcast, the number one and some say only political satire show based solely on the Texas legislature. Over the Ledge gives you a behind the scenes look at the shenanigans of the Texas legislature by decoding political headlines and legislators behavior into easy to understand mom jokes. We're just as funny, but not as famous yet. Let's meet our guest tonight. First up, Aaron Salinas, an actor, writer, director, and podcaster with passion for good times, fun vibes, and the Spurs glory days. You can catch him. (laughs) You can catch him on his podcast, Shame Watch, or streaming video games on Twitch with The Con Save. Please welcome Aaron Salinas. What's happening, everybody? Just rewatched the TV. Just rewatched the 2014 NBA Finals. Uh, yeah, it was uh, good times because that's not going to happen for a while for the Spurs. But glad to be here. Yeah. We're glad to have you. Uh, our second comedian is Sam Bear with a master's degree, professional career, and three side hustles, yet still not able to afford sand on the beach. She delivers her take on millennial dating, sex, and family. So let's see how much she knows about Texas politics. Welcome, Sam. Hello, thank you for having me. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Coming from California, yeah? Uh, yeah, all the way from California. So all I know about like Texas and families is that it's, you know, I lived in the South and there there's a lot of like cousin marrying. I think that Texas at least marries second cousins, you know, so. <laughs> Step up in class. I like Yeah, it. you know, you, you every- in Texas, including the family, you know, just like. Bigger. I tried to match the vibe. So, yeah, we call that the Texas size gene pool. (laughs) Texas size jeans. Hey. (laughs) Next, our very special guest for this episode, Joe Jaworski. He's a third generation Texas trial attorney and former mayor of Galveston, now turned Texas attorney general candidate. Please welcome Joe Jaworski. Howdy, Joe. Good to see y'all. Would you like to tell us anything about your resume that I don't have here in my notes? <laughs> well, I think the greatest sort of hidden truth about Joe Jaworski is before he went to law school, he played drums in a recording and touring band by the name of Other Bright Colors out of North Carolina. And let me tell you, we uh, retired before well cds were even commercially available we were truly a vinyl experience but in a masterpiece of resuscitation that would make walt disney blush our band is now available on itunes and spotify so i'm very proud about that now you know we'll hopefully get to the attorney general part but first things first (laughs) rock never dies okay Shameless plug at the top of the episode. I like Yeah. I like That's it. how you know you're a creative at heart. You're still pushing for the dream, you know? Yeah. <laughs> AG would be nice, but rock and roll is where yeah. <laughs> And Sam, do you have any experience discussing things like the vinyl experience? 
Uh, no, which I think makes me perfectly acceptable for any type of podcast out of Texas. Like I've got a lot of opinions and nothing to back them up with. But um, you know. girl, you're basically a Texan right there. That's like I, I mean, just need an affinity for brisket and call it I'm, home. I'm Jewish. I make a killer brisket. So like, come for Ooh. me. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I just there is no the queso. Like that's my dividing line. That's <laughs> not like a thing. It's not a Sorry. thing in California. No. I, uh, I I just recently learned stuff about queso that kind of like turned me off of it. Apparently, when you're eating like dairy products, you like salivate more. So then, like, it's possible that it's gonna like get in the queso, and that kind of grossed me out. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I could use it as an appetizer ever again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it looks like we are having a little trouble, a little technical difficulty with our um, over the ledge empress and host Stephanie Chiarello. So we are going to start with our first game tonight. I, I think we got Lily popping in, popping in to help us out, our lovely intern. Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna be filling in for Stephanie and you know taking over the entire podcast and the entire show and just <laughs> Stephanie's life in general. So this is your opportunity. You've been waiting I for this moment. Feel That's right. Like Lillian staged a coup and she's like, I didn't even know this was happening. My hair is cut and my makeup done, but I guess I'll step in. She's Where's like January sixth, who? Just like walked right in. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and explain our podcast a little bit. Um so, uh, our two guest comedians, Aaron Salinas and Sam Bear, are competing against each other for the coveted Most Knowledgeable Comedian in Austin Award. This <laughs> award, yeah, yeah. This award is given to the comedian who knows the most about Texas politics, according to the outcome of the games on our show. Um, and Stephanie will show the award. It is really worth waiting for when we get her on. Um, and whoever wins it will get a picture with our special guest, Joe Jaworski. And then Joe will post on social media the picture and the announcement that the winning comedian is most knowledgeable comedian in Austin. Yes, did we know. ask Joe if he's okay with this? No, oh, I'm okay. We, we did not. I'll tell Joe. Okay. He jams, man. It's all good. He's got good vibes. Okay, the first game we're playing is Budget or Fudget. This game is two truths and one lifestyle. You know how it works. It's an icebreaker you have played during every orienta orientation ever. So Lily will re read three choices, two of which are true and one of which is false. And you will try to sleuth out the lie. Uh, last night was budget night at the Texas legislature. So these questions are all about what gets funded and what gets not funded. Okay, um, as always, comedians can ask Joe, our special guest, for help, for help a total of three times a piece between the two games they play. So you get three times to ask between the two games. Keep that in mind. And Joe, please feel free to jump in at any time, but please don't give us a pop quiz on anything we might not know. All right, let's play budget or fudget and see how hmm. our Texas legislators like to spend money. Is it Prada or is it racism? Aaron, you're gonna go first with question one. Oh, no. So again, these are all amendments that were proposed to the Texas legislature for budget night and you're sleuthing out the fake amendment. So question one is all about Representative Slayton who had a lot of ideas last night and I wish all of them were lies, but there's only one. So good luck. Amendment one by Slayton proposes to drain all appropriations from the Commission on the Arts and instead give all 10 million to fund the border wall. 
Amendment 2 by Slayton proposes to allot funds for the reconstruction of UT's former Robert E. Lee, Confederate general, statute on Capitol grounds. And Amendment 3 by Slayton proposes that the governor may not use appropriated money to enforce an executive order that restricts the operation of businesses in a declared state of disaster or emergency. Which is the lie. <laughs> so I just want to say I like that you threw in that Robert E. Lee is a Confederate general to remind me because I went to tech public school. So they probably taught me that he was like a war hero or something. Right. Uh, right. But uh, not a good guy. Not a good guy. Um, but uh, I think it was that last one because I did theater in high school and I know they're willing to drain the arts for any given reason. Well, you would think, but no, uh, it's no. not that one. It's actually the uh, the statute one. So ah! Slayton did propose an amendment that pro prohibited the removal, relocation, and alteration of those memorials, but he's not crazy enough to reconstruct it. Just remember <laughs> it fondly, you know, in private. Just, yeah. Like so. he probably wow. does nightly. That's, that's, that's sweet. That's gone. I honestly Dang. think there's like a section on Pornhub just for like, Texans like this that's just like not just Texans but like people who like are missing these statues and it's just like footage <laughs> of the statues it's so that they like, can enjoy it in private you know like mm, different times of the year now. like in the winter in the <laughs> spring <laughs> yes! instead of the like fireplace in the background it's just <laughs> with the Christmas Me footage of Robert E. Lee just <laughs> all right question two this is for you, Sam. Representative Gonzalez of Dallas had a lot of ideas too, just a lot less racist. Amendment one by Gonzalez proposes the prohibition of funds used for conversion therapy for minors in mental health care. So proposes, sorry, prohibits conversion therapy. Amendment two by Gonzalez proposes using funds for conducting a study on the threat of domestic terrorism to the individuals and infrastructure of this state. And Amendment 3 by Gonzalez proposes that the amount paid by the Office of the Attorney, Attorney General for outside legal expenses cannot exceed $500 per hour. I know it's a lot. Yeah, that was mouthy. Um, you can ask Joe for help if you need a lifeline or whatever. Call you know phone. what? Yeah, fine. I'll okay. jump in and like chop off my arm off right away. I don't want to look stupid. <laughs> Uh, all the, so then if I get this wrong, it's Joe's fault. That's right. That's right. So I, I believe that uh, number three is true. And so I think you should strike that one off. And so it's between one and two. And as between one and two, uh, number one sounds like something he'd say. So I'm going with yeah. two. Okay. Yeah, one sounds like a very Texas thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, pass the potatoes. How's your son's conversion therapy? Like, they're straight now. <laughs> That they're not uh, like by wife energy. Yeah, I'll go with number two, whatever one that is. That sounds right. No, sorry. No, <laughs> no, it's the first one. We actually, uh, we 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 don't want conversion therapy. That that would be the point. I'm confused on wow. how that one was asked. Well, I think I might have gotten a double negative out of that, but yeah, you're well, right. It was it was a little wordy. <laughs> but all right, all right. We'll have to try again. Sorry about misleading you on that one, but at least we got number three as true. Yeah. Right. And now you get to blame Joe for this too. Yeah. I'll, I I'll will. Take... I love blaming white men for my problems. One of my favorite things to do. I know. It's happening. It, it's and... never stopped, but now it's really happening. 
Well, as a former mayor of Galveston, you probably got blamed for a lot of problems. Oh, yeah. I mean, the victory lap was sweet for like, I don't know, five minutes. <laughs> yeah, my Besides, goal isn't to be like a CEO. It's like second in line so that there's always one more person to blame. Hey, or, I like that. Me, yeah, a good friend of mine told me, oh, you were mayor. Well, you know, people will always complain. Oh, come on, Eddie, tell me it's not true. He goes, yeah, you give them $20 and some of them will be upset that you didn't give them two tens. <laughs> <laughs> come on, can we have a rim shot? Come on. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, come on, Ryan. <laughs> All right, let me rehabilitate myself. <laughs> All right, and question three, we are back to Aaron. I'll try to make this one a little less wordy. We are moving on to Representative Kane, a household favorite. Oh, Amendment damn. one by Kane would prohibit <laughs> appropriations for an entity that has publicly threatened any adverse action against the state based on any election integrity legislation. Oh my God. Again, super wordy, but essentially you can't critique any election integrity legislation. Amendment two by Kane prohibits the use of appropriations to provide elective surgeries for inmates. That could be trans inmates, cosmetic surgery, dental coverage, anything like that. And amendment three by Kane proposes the use of appropriations for a study on food stores and food deserts. Mm -hmm. This might be the hardest game y'all have ever played. You're welcome. Absolutely. Because the only thing I could think of is I had a prison who did, I had a cousin who did time in prison. Uh, he did a nickel and uh, he got his tooth fixed. So I know they do allow surgeries in prison. <laughs> um, but I'm not going to lie. I, I didn't know a lot of those words. I was gonna say it's, this is a spelling bee kind of situation. Like I don't know the words in these questions. Yeah. For real, I was like I I attended my English class, but I didn't do well in it. Uh, I, let's go with the first one. There was a lot of words in that one, and it said elections. Uh, no, again, you would still be wrong. Um, it's the third one. <laughs> I'll write an easier All game right. next time. I apologize. It's I'm zero, not gonna lie, but it, it kind of stings when you're laughing and telling me that you. Yeah. No, I'm laughing because I failed. I made these too hard. My bad. Say round no, three of the Lillian, mocking you game. Are, yeah. You you were like these are educated people. I mean, I wrote in my bio that I have a master's degree. At least Aaron was like, I'm not telling anybody how much education I have. Hell no. <laughs> like, and and on top of that, I think it's Lily's getting back at me. Because last time she did the game, I got all the answers right. Yeah, and I'm, exactly. she's like, "Oh fuck, no, not again." Hey, well then, Lily, what's your vendetta against me? I've done nothing. <laughs> huh? What do you have to say for yourself, Lily? She's like, uh, Next she's like, I'm bringing you all down. <laughs> Lily's an intern, and we're gonna move on. <laughs> <laughs> Question four. This one, I think, is, is we're back Question. to Aaron. No, Sam. Sam. Yeah, let, yeah, let's give me a break. It's Sam's turn to <laughs> lose. So that's all why we're back with her. <laughs> all right. And next up to the plate is Representative Oliverson with a handful of what every legislature likes to call good ideas. Mm. <laughs> Amendment one proposes using appropriations for a vote by mail public awareness campaign. Wholesome, right? Telling people about voting. Amendment two proposes that school districts are ineligible for appropriations if they fail to display the U.S. national motto, in God we trust. A little less wholesome. Amendment three proposes a prohibition on appropriations 
persons that issue health benefit coverage for an abortion. So if you ever oh, issue if, coverage for an abortion, oh. then you can't get appropriations. Oh, that sounds very Texas. I'm going to say the third one is totally that happened. Uh, should, should I just, should I? You're, you're no, so Lily, this is my process. I'm already wrong. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Lily, yeah. I, hadn't, I hadn't actually picked yet. So I'm going to throw a mold I thought out you had there. picked. I was processing. <laughs> I have ADHD. My mind could change in a half a second. Like I was processing. <laughs> Yeah, you didn't say. So, is I'm going to lock in answer, answer three. Yeah. <laughs> um, even though I originally said that wasn't it, I've had a, I've had a change of heart. I feel like just shake even it with up. A, a more processing time, you're still going with three now that you know that it's wrong. Wait, I don't want to go with it. Okay, maybe I just don't understand English anymore. I thought like okay. <laughs> I think amendments are intentionally wordy. You know, they're always they make them very convoluted. I'm just used to modern day texting where it's like 150 characters or less. Uh, okay. <laughs> I've now forgotten everything. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the second one. Well, second try and it's still wrong. <laughs> she By process of elimination, right. it's the first one. <laughs> remember, remember, the goal is voter suppression. That's the point of this. We don't actually want people to know they can vote by mail. So... Oh, oh got it yeah yeah okay it's zero, zero. good luck on lsat sam that's what it's like. <laughs> okay oh. and for the final round this one oh, should God. be easier you can do it just one of us needs to get one right at this point Aaron. do we have any points so far no, no. points they're banning we got together. a lot of charisma but no yeah <laughs> we have character and beauty that's what we're bringing to this round yeah Aaron and i participation awards a lot growing up yeah. you know and are far better people for it let's be honest i think if it's a total shutout then lily gets the uh the trophy that's the goal here i take over stephanie and i win all of the games so jokes on you i knew you had a motive this makes a lot more sense okay final round we will get through this and somebody will score a point Aaron, which of the following amendments was not proposed? <laughs> Business entities cannot receive grants if they publicly oppose any I was about to say religion, any legislation related to gender modification, election integrity, or electric vehicles. Gosh, what a combo. And that's exactly you cannot what I receive saying. grants if you publicly <laughs> oppose those things. Gender modification, election integrity electric vehicles <laughs> they're just like peas in a pod those three topics is that the one question that is the one question <laughs> oh, this so one is more simple you know i simplified for y'all <laughs> so how do they answer they pick one of those yes which one can <laughs> you not, not propose? this is you aaron <laughs> aaron still is trying to understand the question <laughs> You know, Honestly, I was Stephanie distracted because you were, you said we're gonna get through this and we're gonna score a point, and I was like, you know, if I was a little league coach, that would be my <laughs> that would be my let's go get them, guys. Come on, kids. Okay, so body body gender modification. Yes, there are three things <laughs> that you cannot publicly oppose and receive grants. Those three things are gender modification election integrity and electric vehicles which one can you not critique publicly Whew. 
as a business and receive a grant? Just pick one. At this point, just pick one. It doesn't well, matter. Okay. I can steal this question I've, from Aaron. That's how confident I am. I'm No, no, because I'm going to fake it. I'm going to say... Women fake it all the time. Hey, I'm going to say... Uh, I, I feel like election results like if a if a because they're probably trying to do something where like they're gonna they're gonna like suppress voters and they'll be like you can't do something about election results we're a, a fine country then mm-hmm. state so i'm gonna end i yeah let's ah, fuck it <laughs> election results sam do you want to tell him he's wrong or do you want me to do it Bro, you're ruthless. Oh, you're, no, I like that she's Lily finally it. stepped in and was like, Sam can be on my team. So sorry, <laughs> Aaron. You're wrong. Was it was it number three? Yes, it was number three. Jim, uh, he held up a number three. You like, I, didn't you saw that. I didn't think you saw that. And I wasn't gonna admit that I saw it. I was gonna play it sexy fan <laughs> style, you know? Like don't y'all know there are three things that you can't talk about at the dinner table and it's god gaze and electric vehicles so (laughs) (laughs) that sign available at bucky's ah dang it okay that for what it's worth Aaron, i followed your logic train and i that's what i thought the answer (laughs) (laughs) yeah you were pretty convincing (sighs) and the final question which I'm going to see. Last opportunity to score a point is going out to Sam. And this one is related to studies. So, funding for studies. Okay. So, the category is let's study bad things. Ooh. Is there an amendment proposing studies for postpartum depression, effects of climate change on Texas coasts, or police brutality? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I, I heard Joe uh, with the first one. Like, mm. <laughs> yeah, shoot. I don't feel that they're looking into police brutality. That would be admitting that there that there was police brutality. It's fair thought. And Texans, let's they're not yeah. thinking like that. Let's be honest. I think Lily's giving you a Lily's nodding a lot. Yeah, that's yeah. my answer. That's it. I thought you said it wasn't that right. one. It wasn't that one. I, she was, she I, you read, I don't know how to read Lily's expression. I, know, I thought she was like, yes, it is. Right. That's <laughs> oh, God. I mean, you Lily's want either to. the best spy or the worst coach. Like, I can't tell how she's trying to make. <laughs> and she hates Aaron. So that's I'm an unpaid intern. That's what I am. <laughs> Lily, if you're going to get your aggro out, I'd rather it be here than on TikTok. You know, totally. Fine. So not the police brutality then post postpartum and what was the second one postpartum depression or effects of climate change on texas coasts which one does texas care about least least yeah totally uh god postpartum depression that would mean admitting that like women were people and that's not big in texas it's not on the agenda for politicians in texas yeah but like climate change these are, I don't think they care about any of them. What if it's a mulligan and none of them? They might care uh, about like you're on to Joe, economic in. development. I'm swinging it to Joe. Jesus. He didn't even pay attention. <laughs> I did. No, I, I was just kind of like closing my eyes and holding on. Um, and so I'd like you to restate the question again. Yeah, we're down to two options. Was there an amendment proposing appropriations for a study on either postpartum depression or effects of climate change on Texas coasts? 
well, better known as mm -hmm. which one does Texas care about least? Least effects of climate change. Uh, okay, so finally. <laughs> yeah, we've got one point on the board. <laughs> one more than Aaron. All right. <laughs> All right. Y'all are One real mean zero. when Stephanie doesn't have internet working. Y'all are they're mean to me, Stephanie. I'm can y'all hear me now? I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> sake. Yeah. Me. You should take over. No, I'm sure you did wonderful. I'm thinking about like that movie with Mark Wahlberg where he, the singer and then he becomes the singer and Jennifer Aniston's in it. Like Oh, that's a good rock star. Okay. Maybe <gasps> yes. this was your moment. I, Lily. I want you to know that I was like ready to throw something. And then I just kept telling myself, be cool, be cool. A star is born. That's right. Look at that, okay. we're golden. You're coming in clear. Okay, yeah, so what, what, what the fuck just happened? Uh, <laughs> I the budget out of the water. Just okay, budget or I budget? allowed Sam to win because she had a very hectic time before getting here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is the white man history of how the events went. Okay, I wonder I wonder what that's like to have a rough time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, you said you got rear-ended? Uh yeah. I'm so sorry. It is your fault, so I appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hired the guy. I just didn't think he'd get to you so soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it uh I mean it was just a little just a little bump and scrape and oh <laughs> and uh they have they have insurance, or at least all the numbers looked right, so we wrote it down and Oh bless yeah. your heart. All right, what do y'all want to do? Can we, do we go back in time to the monologue? I'd sure like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's, let's do, do the monologue and then- Yeah, let's, uh, I'm just gonna tell y'all some jokes and it'll help me warm up. Thank you so much, Joe, for being here and staying late. And one day when you're AG, I'm gonna be like, wow, I got an hour and a half of his time. <laughs> you got it, fun, okay. I'm having a ball. Be sure to download his latest hit single available on iTunes and Spotify and Apple Play. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. And it was called oh, NPR, I understand. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the top one. That's the title. All right. Well, yesterday was budget night in the Texas legislature. It's kind of like a Super Bowl, a long day full of corporate sponsorships and last minute plays and only fun if you started off with the Bloody Mary. <laughs> Mariah promised me jokes in the background, but that's okay. Y'all can laugh. It's Paris laughter. Did, did right. you hear it? Did you hear it? No. <laughs> we did. Okay, awesome. Thank you. All right. Texas House members filed nearly 240 tweaks to the state's $246 billion spending plan, despite picking up bipartisan support. The House struck down an amendment that could have expanded Medicaid in Texas because COVID is a hoax that Fauci created in a lab in China. It only killed like 50,000 of the weakest Texans and they're gone now. So like who needs health care coverage anyway, right? Oh. I, I was really just like, please don't laugh track. Please don't laugh track. Yeah, right. <laughs> Good job, Mariah. <laughs> All right, this one's for you, Joe. Law lawmakers also capped how much Attorney General Ken Paxton can spend on his batshit crazy lawsuits at spending no more than $500 per hour for outside legal counsel. This is great news leading into the summer when Paxton plans to sue Buffalo Wild Wings for being too spicy in the sun for giving him sunburn. <laughs> you do. <laughs> There we go. The Texas legislature is remarkably focused on making sure that boys and girls play on different sports teams. 
Look, in some way, this is a big improvement. I remember when they didn't want women playing sports at all because it would take away from their time in the kitchen. Oh, this is just like my stand-up days. All right, a bill that would crack down, this is true, on using hypnosis in criminal investigations sailed through the Texas Senate. There was considerable resistance from the chamber until Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick brought out a gold pocket watch that he swung (laughs) side to side while he said the words, you are getting very sleepy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. One bill would make it harder to share information about Texas government employees publicly without their consent. I don't know about you, but the only reason I'm voting for Matthew McConaughey for governor is to get his home address. (laughs) Okay. Despite raucous support in the House, not enough state senators support carrying handguns without a license. Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick lamented, what do I have to do to get this passed? Hold a gun to your head? No. You're killing it. (laughs) (laughs) House Bill 1927 passed through the House last week and brings the state one step closer to not requiring Texans to obtain a license in order to carry a handgun. Another I've got a small penis bill going to the House floor this upcoming week proposes that all handguns be placed on the dollar menu at Wendy's. (laughs) Okay, experts warn that Texas's power grid is at risk of another crisis this summer. I'm starting to think that Texas is participating in the Hunger Games and nobody told us. Our state is just in a simulation where a bunch of random shit is thrown at us to see who survives. First COVID, then hypothermia. You won. <laughs> hey, what did I win? Okay, let's just face it. The odds were never in our favor. <laughs> And finally, 420 came and went without any movement on bills to legalize marijuana. We will not give up, said Senator Menendez, but like in a really chill way without like raising his voice or anything. <laughs> Didn't want to kill the vibe. I like it. All right. Thank y'all. Whew. Okay. I'm in the groove. I feel better. Thanks. All Yay. Right. Okay. Stephanie, I love the way you keep telling jokes even when nobody laughs. <laughs> That's on the script. All right. We had a fabulous first game, a real nail biter, and Sam pulled out one point against zero. So now we're going to play. Let's see. Hold on. All right. This game is called, oh, wait, that's my job? Texas attorneys general love suing the federal government. We were the first state to sue the Biden administration and we sued the Obama administration over 44 times. But what else is the attorney general supposed to be doing in this game? Oh, wait, that's my job. We'll be learning a little bit about what exactly the Texas attorney general does while in office in a series of true or false and multiple choice questions. The comedian who answers the most questions correctly will be entered in the 2022 attorney general race and will be Mr. Jaworski's fierce competitor. Joe, let's see who you're up against. (laughs) All right. Can Uh, I bow out? I don't (laughs) No, this is for first it's going to be forced voting and now it's forced running for candidacy, Aaron. Okay. All right. You already said you want to run. Uh, Yeah. For school board, there's a big difference between school board and attorney general. (laughs) I just want to bring more funding to theater. That's it. 
Oh my gosh, we have a bill up I need to talk about next week, Erin. You should come testify on. I'll All do right. It. Okay, <laughs> tell me who's winning, Amy. Sam is winning. Sam, congratulations, One, Sam. Sam, the Californian. She's so funny. Sam is awesome. Okay, here we go. True, false. We're going to start with Aaron since you're behind. You know, y'all are like just real ruthless today. No, because it's like golf. Who? Knives out. Yeah, knives out. Oh, I know you gave me the wrong medicine. Let me kill myself by slitting my throat, like in the worst way to kill yourself possible. Okay, number one. The attorney general serves and protects the rights of all citizens of Texas and can offer legal advice and or represent private individuals. Aaron, is this true or false? And don't forget to use the future attorney general. Hey, Joe. Um, big <laughs> fan. Can you help me out with this one? Because I don't know what the hell you're supposed to do when you take that title. Okay, so that would be false. Oh, you're not supposed to care about the citizens. Well, you can't you can't offer them private advice. I honestly was thinking that because I bet you Ken's door would be lined up for weeks. So, big fan of that. Appreciate you, Joe. So, false. Correct. Correct. One point to Aaron. Ding, a big ding, old ding, point ding. there. That's right. Unless, thank you, Mariah. I love it. Unless you want to give somebody insider trading information, then right, Joe? <laughs> okay. Don't don't well, answer. You know, you, don't yes. just have to just go back to was that wrong? Because <laughs> I gotta tell you, you know, if anyone had ever told me that that was illegal, no. I simply would not have done it. Yeah, or fired them or something. All right. <laughs> Sam, what are the term limits for the Texas Attorney General? This is multiple choice. A two terms, B three terms, C four terms, <laughs> or D unlimited oh definitely yeah clearly unlimited is not accurate uh what terms should don't, they don't, be don't what i was gonna say don't forget you can use joe three times i've yeah I, well he's he's a split <laughs> split even for me so i'm uh <laughs> mm. Not so much faith in your government right now. Damn, it's, it's harsh. Uh, you know, it's California cynicism. It's just like it's in our water. Uh, <laughs> and they poison the water supply. Uh, I feel like uh, uh, I'm like so torn between two and four. We're going to go two. We're at two. Okay, wonderful. Joe, do you want to tell her the true answer? God damn it, I'm in four. Unlimited. You're kidding. Unlimited power. That's legal. You're, yeah. They can just. You can just. Joe, like no live. wonder you're running for it. That's a great job. I know, right. no, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna die in office. Yeah. <laughs> it, it feels like a real Vladimir Putin yeah. role, right? Like, yeah. yeah, like I honestly want to be like, is that legal? <laughs> Attorney General down. Attorney General down. <laughs> Oh I want, God. please, in a real campaign speech, be like, I plan to die in office. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> right like, <laughs> I'll be here till I so, die of natural causes. I humbly <laughs> ask for your vote, in which I will die in office. Joan Rivers, on her uh, her comedy set list, would tell her producer that uh, she gets paid if she's uh, on stage for at least 30 minutes of any set, whether it's an hour, hour and a half, anything. 
when she was getting older, she's like, yeah, there's a good chance I'll die on stage, but everyone on my team knows you let me sit out there until 30 minutes go by. <laughs> She's like, just tell them it's part of the act. Tell them the building suspense. And th- she goes at minute 31, go, nah, she might be dead. Let me go check on her. <laughs> so- <laughs> All right, Aaron, the attorney general can prosecute individuals who have broken the law. True or false? Okay, so the key word there is just individuals, I feel, right? Don't help him, Stephanie. Don't. You know who can help me? Who's who's one and zero for me, Mister Joe Jaws? What what do you think it's her? I'm I'm Will going to have to say me? I I I do not believe the Attorney General has original prosecutorial authority under the Texas Constitution. He can only do it when asked by the District Attorney, invited as it were, like a vampire gets invited in. <laughs> but so I think. I think the answer is false. There was like a little twinkle in Stephanie's eye. Like, say it, say, say, go with Joe's answer. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we're going but false. I, I, got, I, I got... set you up, Aaron. Yes. I hope uh, so. For the sake of a joke, you would. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to, I have faith in my future attorney general. So false. Correct. Okay, this is technically false. The county or district attorney has original jurisdiction to pursue alleged violations of the law. The attorney general has no role or oversight of their discussions, but there are some exceptions. He said it. If they ask, you may step in and provide assistance, Joe. Well done. I think. Yeah, you did. Okay, Sam, go ahead. Aaron, what? No, I was just going to say, so, like, you can't sue me for, like, letting my aunts and uncles use my Netflix login. Like, you're not going to come <laughs> looking for me. We're just going to keep that family. I like it, Joe. Appreciate That's you looking nice. out. Come on, man. Honestly, I'm under the impression that only, like, a thousand people in the country even have a Netflix login anymore. And everyone's just, <laughs> yeah, like, just hand it around. Yep, I mean, it feels that way. People have gotten divorced, stayed divorced for years, and they're still on the same Netflix account. <laughs> That's, That's sick. They're, they're like, yeah, Both no, I my ex-husbands you. and I share. Netflix account. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, Sam. To be the next attorney general, all you have to do is be 18 years old or older. Those are the only requirements. That sounds so American. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. They have to be a lawyer. No one, you guys are the worst at hiding your, I mean, or you're great at hiding your faces. Just Joe said he's a lawyer and that sound and attorney, the word attorney is there. I I feel like citizen would get thrown on the requirements too, though. They're just helping you out a little bit. I mean, I do have the lead, so. That's true. That's true. And Texas does not sit kindly with uh, people who are not citizens. I want you so, to know that the answer is literally changing as we speak. No! What, my, my intern is changing the answer. Then All I right. think them both are right for me because it's <laughs> ridiculous. It's a rig system. Uh, no, there needs. there's more than just 18. Okay, I'm going to give it to you. You you do only have to be 18. Like, there are practically no other requirements with the exception. Yeah, the laws are changing. Uh, they are changing uh, only because you're a woman. It, you have to be a resident of Texas for 12 months. So you're 18 years of age and a resident of Texas. 
but you don't have to be a lawyer. I, I suspect you can have a criminal record. So <laughs> by this logic, you know, Aaron could be in office. <laughs> so I mean, literally, like I could write... whoever wins is running against Joe here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. So I'm Sam running this office town. from my cell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know that there's a Texas legislator who did that. Yeah. Um, I can't remember his Ron Reynolds in the Texas House was in prison, won right. re-election, and this when he bought his cigarettes, he just slept them, s- slipped them bill ideas. <laughs> <laughs> when he went to his commissary, he was just like passing legislation. Up. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm sorry. Joe, did you want to say something? Orange is the new black. So. I was just uh-huh. going to say. I mean, Al C. Hastings, you know, was impeached. He was a federal judge in Florida. He was impeached and. He got removed from the bench, and then he came back and served in Congress the rest of his life. Oh, my goodness. Oh my God. I mean, in America, you can really be anything you want to be when you're yeah. a millionaire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Aaron, because mm-hmm. of all this hard work, the Texas Attorney General makes a yearly salary of A, $3,750, B, $53,750. And fifty dollars. C one hundred and fifty-three seven hundred fifty. D two hundred and fifty-three seven hundred and fifty dollars. So three thousand fifty-three one fifty-three two fifty-three thousand of dollars. Hundred thousand. Yes, two hundred and fifty-three hundred thousand dollars. Yes. Divided by two. I wanna say. B. $53,750. Only because I want to. I didn't lock it in, Stephanie. Only because I wanted to gauge the room, so I'm going to go with C. You go with what? I'm going to go with C. You're right. How do you know that? Because Uh, you gave it to him with like, you want to go with D? It's called gauging the room, Stephanie. That's what I did. Wow. Okay. And if he doesn't gauge the room, he'll conversion therapy the room. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, uh, I want to make sure you know that this is nothing compared to what Over the Ledge loses in a year. All right. (laughs) I think, Sam, this is the final question for you. Three to two. Three to two, Sam. You got to get it. Okay, so I don't have any children that I know of, but if I have a question about my child support case, I can call the attorney general for help. But if I have a complaint about another state agency, I cannot call the attorney general for help. help. True or false. So yes to child support. (laughs) I'm fine. And then no to helping me with other agencies. I thought you were going to say if you have a complaint against your child. I was like, can you complain to the state for that? (laughs) (laughs) Take them back. Just drop them off at the fire station till they're seven. You know, uh, I'm swinging it over to Joe. I <laughs> Can you ask the question again? Yes, sir. If I have a question about my child support case, I can call you for help. But if I have a complaint about another state agency, it's not what you can help me with. Mulligans, left and, and right. <laughs> Texas state agency. Yes, sir. Yeah. If it's about Obama, I definitely will turn to you. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Didn't this happen this past year? In 2020? They had a problem with Pennsylvania's? 
Oh. Oh, you mean the attorney you know, I, general? I think I think you're right. I think that's correct. Her face <laughs> says it all. <laughs> no, it's not correct. Then how about this face? <laughs> so oh my false. god! Okay? I'm gonna go against Joe. What are you gonna say, Sam? Is it true? False. True. true. It's very true. It's true, exactly. With lots of exclamation points. <laughs> okay. So apparently, um, okay, so side note, Aaron, I know you're beefing with the Railroad Commission right now, but Joe can't help you. Okay. <laughs> Get it? Your oil and gas wells. I don't know. Okay, you got to work through the agency administrators, and That's some right. agencies have oh. ombudsmans and stuff, but okay. Okay. Okay, how's it going, Amy? Because I got two three bonus to three. questions. Three to three. Bring oh, on the bonus question. bonus question round. Well, to think we could have avoided that if I had answered wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to give you some love. Sam. I know. I, like, I wanted you to read my face. I think I... our facial expressions are not as clear as we think they are. <laughs> <laughs> I do wish we tried out too, and she was like. <laughs> it depends on my mood. Okay. Okay, so this is a single elimination. So first, I'm going to ask Aaron. If you get it wrong, Sam can steal forever. And then we go to the next question. Okay, and these are, I'm not giving you any hints. They're fill in the blank. Who has been the longest serving Texas Attorney General in our state's history? Oh, you're not going to give me an answer choice? I don't know. No, there are no answer choices. You just have to be intelligent. Oh, that's correctly. That was in the script, Aaron. Aaron, just quick Google search. Like, ask I, to... I, I have integrity. Not wow, really. Integrity. I'm good. What? Uh, Colonel Mustard. <laughs> in the conservatory. <laughs> Sam, that is incorrect. Do you have an, an idea of who might be our longest serving attorney general? Uh, well, she's from uh, California, man. I'm from Texas. I had no idea. <laughs> Does he have uh, a library named after him? No. Oh. I don't think this one can. Uh, Colonel Sanders? You guys are both so close, but it's a. Do you know Joe? Greg Abbott. Oh, oh really? gross. Yeah. 20, 2002 to 2015. Well, he could have stayed forever. He could have died there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. It's it's in the rights. He could have. What a coulda, shoulda. Okay, so now, Sam, you get first rights of refusal. I mean, or to win or not to win. This uh, showcase could be yours. One of Texas's U.S. senators, either John Cornyn or Ted Cruz, was attorney general before being elected to the U.S. Senate. Was it Cornyn or was it Cruz? Uh, Cruz, but Cornyn is what I meant. Cornyn is Cornyn. Wrong. Okay. Final bonus, bonus, bonus. (laughs) How many divisions are there in the office of the Texas attorney general? And I'm going to play a price is right style. Give me two numbers and whoever's closest, but under like some divisions, like hunger games, like, like, uh, yeah. Yeah, nine. how many did like how many just okay you, you said nine one 
Okay, Aaron is closest. There are 38 divisions <laughs> in the office of the Attorney General. Sam, we He's suck. got their we... prices right. <laughs> it's a strategy. If someone can say it's right. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, Aaron. What happened, Amy? Uh, Aaron won. Aaron won. <laughs> On the bonus. Congratulations. Oh, man. You won. Oh, wait. Now we can see. I, I, don't, I just feel like. Both Aaron and I like don't feel good about ourselves right I now. I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay. This is over. I, I, I feel like I've been in a Taco Bell bathroom for like a solid 45 <laughs> minutes. Okay, here, let's let Mariah take this photo. Look really excited, Aaron and and Joe. I assume so. <laughs> Okay, we're good. Is that good? Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right, now that you know all there is to know about attorneys general, let's meet our very special guest, Joe Jaworski. Joe is running for Texas attorney general following the legacy of his grandfather who took on President Nixon and his administration in our nation's highest court. The JAWS plan is built on the family value that no one is above the law. Welcome, Joe. Hey, how are you? Thank you. Thank you for being here and sticking through my technical difficulties. Of course, Stephanie. It's worth um, it. So I bet you love being compared to your your father, grandfather, and like grandfather. not being like grandfather, and like nobody asking you about you first. Yeah, I must know, feel really like, good. But what about what I've done? Oh, son, it's all right. We <laughs> so just want to talk about your grandfather. No, but I I encourage it. He's he's a great Texan and a great American, and he was just a really good lawyer and uh, a good family man too. I was very close with him. Oh, you were. You had a chance to meet him. Absolutely. In fact, I lived with him my freshman year of college. Even better story, when he was Watergate special prosecutor, um, the uh, fact is he was taking on like, you know, the strongest, most dangerous man in the world, Richard Nixon. And right in the eve of his Supreme Court argument, after he had heard the smoking gun tape where Nixon is suborning perjury in the Oval Office, what does my grandfather do? He invites his grandson right here for spring break to live with them at the Jefferson Hotel uh, that that week in March 1974. I was 12 years old. And uh, wow. what I remember is that I got to walk with him to his office. And I remember that his briefcase was handcuffed <gasps> to his wrist. Wow. Whoa. That's how I remember it. Do you think that if Watergate happened today, the president would have been found guilty? So we, we have a chance to actually uh, look back just recently. I mean, Trump was impeached twice and it became absolutely a partisan political issue. Uh, what we remember out of Watergate is that Republicans and Democrats worked together. They had their conscience shocked uh, by the power grab that Nixon committed and even Barry Goldwater like, you know, just the icon of the far right, the John Birch Society was the one who had to tap Nixon on the shoulder and say, Mr. President, the votes aren't there to help you. No one did that for Trump. Mm -hmm. So I asked that question, Stephanie, a year ago, what would Leon Jaworski say about our current state of affairs? And those remarks are on my website, Jaworski for Texas, <laughs> Leon Jaworski award remarks. I answered that question. I answered what I thought my grandfather would say about this sorry state of affairs. And I think this might sum it up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he's, he'd come back and go, what in God's name is going on here? Freedom. Uh, but freedom. yeah, right. Right. And, and freedom in America. 
but what I want to tell you, Stephanie, is guns. that there there are people, and I'm not alone. There are people that know <laughs> it doesn't have to be this way. Bless you. Bless and you. see, see, I'm telling you, uh, the Texas pollen, even making <laughs> all the way to California. Well, it's uh, transmissible through. It is. It is <laughs> through the wires. Yeah. But there's there's a lot of voters, both Republican and Democratic, who are very troubled by what they've seen and, and restoring ethics and integrity to the Texas Attorney General's office is why I am running. Well, that's wonderful. Let's start out talking about me. Ken Paxton blocked us on Twitter, and I want to know what it would take for you to block us because we have a goal to be, glo- uh, to be blocked by, <laughs> yeah. by, glocked and blocked by yeah, two right. Attorney Generals in a row. Yeah, you can't. I mean, you'd have to like be pretty upsetting to me. You'd actually probably have to threaten, you know, to take my drum set away or something. Uh, and, and I'd be like, no, I'm blocking that. Now, actually, I don't think you can block. I think it's actually against the law. Now, that didn't stop Ken Paxton. Right. But uh, but uh, yeah. <laughs> well, aren't isn't this up right now in the it court is. is whether it was his private account or his actual attorney general's account. Right. I think and, and, you know, he can play that game. But I mean, call it what you want. Let's look at what the content is on the feed. But um, there, there, I can't remember the name, Stephanie, of the public interest group that sued him. But it's, it's one that actually knows what it's doing. And they have some good lawyers. You know, it, it, you just file it under open records, which, you know, coincidentally is within the bailiwick of the attorney general's office, uh, just like uh, he doesn't want to release his texts and emails from when he was uh, suborning an insurrection on January 6th in Washington, D.C. because attorney-client privileged. Well, we'll see about that. And there's a lawsuit Ooh. about that, too. Well, you say about that, that you're running to provide integrity to the attorney general's office, but I don't understand because Ken Paxton is already there. Yeah, that's right. No, he's he's actually sullied the office pretty badly. But, you know, you talked about some prior uh, attorneys, general, and I'd like to go back even uh, further in time to 1972, when the great John Hill served as attorney general uh, for eight years, and he later served as chief of the Texas Supreme Court. But there there have been lawyers of integrity who have served and, you know, they would never find themselves indicted or investigated by the FBI or the subject of a whistleblower lawsuit or, you know, swiping pens out of the you know, security station. <laughs> I forgot about that. Well, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, when does it stop? And, and Stephanie, the question you have to ask yourself is, hey, man, go get a job in the private sector. I mean, aren't you so distracted by your serial behavior? And aren't you neglecting the people that you were sworn to serve? Yeah. Well, let's talk about that because I, at the core, believe that power corrupts. And I made that up all by myself. Also, I made up the quote that absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. How would you, you've already been mayor. How do you think you'd walk that line between staying human and being powerful? Well, you know, I I do have a conscience. Uh, We start with that. Uh, I have a wife and a family and, you know, I, I sort of, you know, am on record as you know, being someone who has served in a humble local office. And, you know, I always tried to make it not about money or power, but about doing what's right. All of these are bromides. I mean, look, we've, we've all been conditioned to just go, yeah, you too, huh? But, but the fact is, I'm going to be 60 next year. Woo! 
and you know, yeah, right. I made it this far, you know, and and um, and I'm not doing this as a career, um, you know, like I'm 40 and I'm you know full of piss and vinegar, and I've got to become elected, you know. That was one of my favorite songs by Alice Cooper, Elected. <laughs> Check it out. Okay. It's it's tongue in cheek and it makes fun of people who are ambitious and run for office. But I'm so upset by the state of civic affairs, whether it's because of Mr. Trump or his consigliere, Mr. Paxton, Ooh, that I am willing to put my name up there and my family's reputation up there so that younger voters who will be running the show in short order are reminded that this behavior is not normal. This isn't normal. And, and so that's why I'm running. And, and so I don't intend to stay for very long. I think, I think at most two terms, I think you sort of ought to run again as kind of a referendum on your, on your, your term, you know, but, uh, but at most it would be two, but if there's some great talent that I've developed, you know, on my staff and they want to run or something, you know, I might just be willing to let them say, okay, brother, take it or sister. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Have we ever had a female attorney general? Negative. Open, openly female. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, but I mean, you know, it's interesting you say that Stephanie, because you know, one of the first things, you know, people say when I'm on the campaign trail, well, what are the top three things you want to do? I can tell you the first thing that you should do uh, is make your appointments to the, what, what I call the council of deputies, you know, the organization chart is the attorney general. And then there's, you know, the first assistant and then there's other deputies of the various divisions. And there's like eight of them. Yeah. Mr. Paxton appointed all white men, and I'm sure they were all very talented, and they turned him in because their conscience was so routinely shocked by what they witnessed in his personal and professional behavior that they turned him into the FBI. Those that didn't resign in disgust were fired. Well, mm -hmm. when he had a chance to appoint them, again, all white men, and that's fine. I'm sure they were all talented. But what Joe Jaworski would do after he takes the oath of office would be to seize the opportunity and appoint men and women, white and of color, who are above all, very talented attorneys and professionals, oh. so that the true face of Texas is reflected in the leadership council at the attorney general's office. One, so what, uh, <laughs> there you go, Roris, Roris applause. And of course, um, just let me know where to send my resume. I'm not a lawyer, but <laughs> I have some experience. And well, you I did run for attorney general, actually. <laughs> I, I'm running for governor if right. the Democrats don't put up a really good candidate. I know, right? What are they waiting I really, on? I don't know. And I'm not going to listen to the Democratic Party. I'm just going to do it my way, which means if get I, if really. I could add, you brought up, Stephanie, a great point, which is Matthew McConaughey is rumored to be running. And mm -hmm. uh, we don't know what party, but here's the point. It doesn't matter what party, because if Matt McConaughey becomes governor, I think it's incumbent upon us to select which character of his is the governor. Now, <laughs> I, I, I have a clear favorite. I think True Detective season one dude needs to be oh. the governor. Right. Oh. Just, you know, at each press conference, just cutting up a can with a knife, oh. you know. I mean, I think it could work. Anyway, I think that's back, fair. Back to I, you. Hmm. I, I love that you say that because we were working on a monologue joke about which character would run as governor. So way to be there. I don't nice. know. I, I kind of I want the magic mic, guys. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Has has Texas put up uh, has the De Texas Democrats put up a, like there's no rumors, right? I know the Castro, yep. one of the Castro brothers was kind of rumored. I, yeah. All you hear is Beto and Castro brothers. But mm -hmm. should it be do it by Stephanie. now? 
<laughs> I've been saying it for years. Um, maybe and no. I mean, there's a little more than two years, Aaron. I guess I well, a little more, a year, a year till the primary. Right. Year to the primary. Okay. Well, let's go back. Um, I, I want to ask if you're qualified to be attorney general. And by that, I mean, how much money have you made by providing insider information to your, your mistress? Not, not right. that I'm saying you have one, but. Who told you that? <laughs> well, we have a mistresses group. I'm just kidding. And we, we meet on every Thursday and she we talk did. about our lovers. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. It's a fun yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> Totally agree. It's, 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 yeah. yeah. We learn a lot. We learn a lot. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not no, no. suggesting I mean, you have a mistress. I'm making fun of Ken I, Paxton and his mistress. Exactly. No, no. It's, I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's so lurid. And, and I think this is what happens when you haven't had a job in the private sector for a long time. I don't know. I mean, I mean, honestly, you know, I know it's all quaint to go back to 1776, you know, because there were a lot of problems back then. But, yeah. you know, the fact is the idea that people would volunteer, leave for a while, and then back out you know, kind of resonates with me. This whole idea that, you know, I have power and I will not let go. And, you know, the ascension, I have to climb the ladder from, you know, house member to senator to attorney general and what next? Uh, so, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, the musical chair thing doesn't work for me as much. There are a lot of talented people. Look, you don't have to be like a professional career politician to be able to serve well. You just have to, you know, have a clean sheet, you know, and so I've been a lawyer for 30 years. Yes, I have served in a local position. I was on Galveston City Council for six years and mayor two years. And, um, you know, I, I mean, I have a heart of a musician, so I'm creative. Uh, I, I am a mediator, uh, Stephanie, for the last 10 years of my 30 year legal career. I have been focused exclusively on solving problems where people come in just so far apart. This will never settle. I'm not settling today. And then you just you know, have to knock heads and sometimes be persuasive. And that kind of reminds me of a lot of our political conundrums, you know, I mean, we'll just never, ever be able to resolve, you know, the gun debate, right? Or voter suppression, right? I mean, some of these people need a talking to and, and listening, it starts with listening. Starts with listening. I'm glad you said that about being a mediator. I was going to ask you, um, what are your rates? Because my sister and I, we've been fighting over this little stuffed unicorn that we had right. as a child that mom. I said was mine and she said was hers and my mom still has it and it's really awkward. Help me. Well, what I would say is there actually are community mediators in every location. And I want and you. Yeah, I know. Just, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll send you my fee schedule. Okay, I'd probably you. do that one pro bono. I do that one pro bono. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> okay. And you also brought a voter suppression. So tell me what's your favorite kind. I know, right? Well, I think I think any any sort of kind that has deadlines involved in it, like when you send like demand letters, you know, with a deadline, kind of a nice totalitarian touch. But honestly, Ken Paxton's um, uh, is where he talks about voter fraud and the the best suppression because it'll affect the most because it gets into people's psyche is to actually indict someone for a mistake. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Someone who actually like thought they were doing right and they filed, you know, like a provisional ballot, no harm, no foul. It wasn't ever counted. But you know what? The fact that you even tried, we're sending you to jail. And such is the story. As a felon. As a felon. When, if you solicit a child for inappropriate, it's only a misdemeanor. Right, exactly. And yeah. and and so so that's that that's that's my favorite quote unquote 
because what Mr. Paxton is really saying to all the young voters is, be careful you don't make a mistake because we'll arrest you. And, and all kidding aside, Stephanie, it breaks my heart because, you know, as a parent, uh, I, I have had the, the, uh, the right to witness my children's glee at age 16 when they want to get their driver's license, right? And, oh, come on, daddy, you know, let me get the license and take me to go practice driving. Where is that zeal? Where is that good natured glee when they're 18 and it's time to vote? It's not there. And so it kind of breaks my heart. And it all starts when you're 18. You ought to be excited about voting. Why, Stephanie, isn't Ken Paxton pursuing this voter fraud? Did you know that there is a law requiring every high school principal, whether it's a public or private school, to offer registration twice a year to the senior class? Because I people- did know that. And my boss filed a bill that told the secretary of state to work with high school principals to accomplish that goal. I like your boss. I, I like too. your boss. He's really wonderful. And and what I would say is is that the fact is the attorney general is is not pursuing that. You know, he ought to be talking about voter access, not voter fraud. Yes, sir. I agree. And- I will say real quick, um, when I was 18, I was just really stoked that I could buy cigarettes legally. <laughs> so now that it's pushed back to 21 for the smoking age, maybe voting is gonna get its it's time to shine. Mm-hmm. These Gen Z people are built different. That's all I'm saying. Well, I tell them you've got your own constitutional amendment, right? It says you can vote when you're 18. Well, I I do think the difference between driving at 16 and voting at 18 is that I could pick up guys (laughs) at 16. So I think our next like voter registration push and actually voting should be about like, be a voter, get laid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Vote and hook up. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I've we already vote? tried the vote or die, like literally vote or or death, like cake yeah. or death, and uh, that one didn't work too well. Yeah, we got to work there, on that. There ought to be like an app, you know, like, like a Tinder, Tinder for polls, like like t- yeah. Tinder, but but you have to vote for it. You have to be registered to vote. You know? I like this so mm-hmm. much. Somebody scribble that down. That, I know. Like, like the, but I mean, only but the hottest thing. people are on registered <laughs> to vote single. God, I saw you vote. You yes, so that's when the yeah. ad needs to come on, like at 1.30 a.m., 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. No, but, but <laughs> Sam, here, here in Texas, I mean, I, I bet a lot of the Californians that are moving here are shocked at, at, at the suppression they see because, you know, like you can like drive through and get a Starbucks or a hamburger, but you can't drive through and vote. Yeah, you you can scribble your signature on the little electronic keypad at the grocery store to complete your transaction, but your signature doesn't match perfectly on your mail-in ballot. It's thrown out. My favorite is this. You can walk into an academy and be out with your new gun in less than 30 minutes. But if you want to vote, you got to register 30 days before the election. It's just wrong. Government needs to catch up. Any sense. There are other countries where the day you're born it is like odd it's like part of i mean i don't know what happens when you're born i don't i only remember leaving and i remember i don't um but like <laughs> i hear like they give moms and dads parenting books and a packet of information like yeah. in other <laughs> in other countries when your kid is born they're automatically registered to vote like it's not like it's not like a choice like mm, do i have time it's no you're registered yeah. like it's I, I mean, taken care of <laughs> I mean, it's 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 one of the principal obligations and privileges, you know, of being an American citizen. Yeah, I don't understand. And another thing that the attorney general is supposed to do, right, is operate the, 
you know, victims of horrific crime fund. And mm -hmm. I, I don't understand why Ken Paxton, like he doesn't do any of the jobs he's supposed to. Well, Not that's because, job. right. I mean, no, he's, he's, I mean, have you counted how many times he's been on Maria Bartiromo? You know, I mean, it's all about getting on Fox and, and, you know, being sort of the, you know, icon of the far right. And, and it's probably because he has designs on serving in the next Trump administration. I'm not kidding. Tell me I'm wrong. I mean, I mean, this guy's counting on, you know, Napoleon coming back. I mean, he's, he's, uh, and, and he wants to probably be the attorney general. So, um, secondly, I think he also is concerned about his primary. Now guys, let me tell mm -hmm. you that the Republican primary in 2022 is going to be something to behold. Oh boy. Uh, with the <laughs> GOP chairman, Alan, we West. are the storm West. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, that is the QAnon mantra. Am I right? Mm hmm. We're, We're not allowed storm. to talk about it. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, that's right, because this is actually on 8chan. <laughs> but, no, we, we don't want to make Q angry. Um, He's anyway, very just, mean on Star Trek. He really puts I know, the car through yeah. a lot of shit. Well, I always tell people Q&A is better than QAnon, so I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I, I will say, Ken looks like a constipated Muppet. Um <laughs> And I mean that like in more ways than one, but he generally just looks like somebody I would not trust. I, I don't, he's just, and his actions have just been atrocious. Like as long as I have been conscious of what's going on in Texas, which is not very long, but as long as he's been doing it, it he's not a, not a fan, not a fan. Oh my God. I mean, it's just, it's been over a generation. I mean, like well over a generation that a Democrat has served statewide and I just got to ask, I mean, can you imagine the sea change that would happen if, if we had democratic leadership, uh, younger leadership, like people that have been out of the realm of power for so long, it would equalize so many things. Of course, that scares a lot of people, but we'll see. You seem so likable and so qualified. And so obviously you're not a good candidate for attorney general <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. you're a lawyer which you don't even need to be. Yeah. Exactly. Total like, surplus. You're kind of overqualified. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sir. I mean, you've got a history of public service. It's literally in your blood. So. What was I mean, he thinking? What, what is your path? We've seen what Democrats have done for the last 20 years. What, what is your path? How is it different? How can we help? Right. And last question, I got to know, um, you, you keep calling your campaign the Joe Jaws tour. So I want to know if you've faced any backlash from. Yeah. yeah I think, victims. I think it's time to change that. It's time to change that. We're just going to go with Joe Jaworski for AG, but, but, uh, that was my nickname in college, Joe Jaws. I mean, I didn't solicit it, but people started saying that. And then I was like, please stop. But, um, <laughs> but no, I mean, it, it's kind of like, so the Joe Jaws tour is the fact that we have been doing zoom meetings. And I think this is like our 53rd since January. And now people want to start doing it in person. Uh, but, um, but Stephanie, what I'd say is that, that uh, you're right. I mean, the path is, is, is opaque, but not, not in my eye. Um, I, I will tell you that the best way uh, for there to be a democratic statewide uh, office holder in 2022 is through the attorney general's office. And Mr. Paxton is uh, in an embattled position. I think a lot of Republicans will not be voting for him. 
Uh, and especially after the Republican primary, he's either going to be out or he will have exceeded like any reasonable positioning uh, to to mm-hmm. win. It'll be Mr. Trump. Look at me. Look at me. And uh, whoever whoever can be to the farthest right will win that primary, which will be problematic in the general. But I will tell you that we're going to run the numbers up in the cities. We're going to pick the top 50 populated rural counties and let them meet Joe Jaworski and talk about actual rural issues like legalizing cannabis, a cash crop, like drawing down Medicaid and being a supporter of the Affordable Care Act so that their rural hospitals, the vital network of healthcare, will be sustained. And then finally, as a former mayor, I remember the bromide that uh, local government is the best. You can have coffee with your mayor, or your county judge. You can go see the superintendent, the school board, and be heard for three minutes. Try having coffee <laughs> with Greg Abbott. Try having coffee with Ken Paxton. It'll never happen. And so when those guys put their thumb down, the troika of terror, Abbott, Paxton, and Patrick, when they put their thumb down on the innovations of local control like they always do, then I'm telling the cities, it's not just the liberal cities like Houston and Dallas. I say, Abilene, they're coming for you next. That's right. In the legislature, they're actually trying to undo the ability for cities and counties to lobby the Byzantine legislature because they want to stick it to Houston and Dallas. Well, they're cutting their nose off to spite their face because guess what? Everybody lives in a city and a county. It's like the Republican Party is hating on our most basic sense of identity, our hometown. And you know what? I'm going to tell that to rural Texas, and I bet I'm going to get some hits there. Sounds good. I would add uh, broadband. Broadband. Yeah. Oh, excellent. That's a great point. Broadband. It'll be just like Johnson in the 1920s with... Uh, rural electrification. It's the, it's, it's the new thing. Telemedicine, a lot of the agricultural equipment in rural Texas actually works on a signal, um, you know, broadband learning, distance learning. I mean, it's, it's time has come. We actually have a bill this session about, it's like the right to repair is what I think it's called. And it's allowing oh. farmers to repair their own equipment because apparently they're so computerized now that John Deere is like, sorry, you got to bring it in. When in the old days, a farmer would get out her tools. How and, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll try to find that bill number for you. Thank you yeah. for your time and your patience you. with me. Thank you, Lily, for stepping in. Sam, Aaron. Yeah. I just want to say, Joe, real quick, I just signed up to be a volunteer on uh, JaworskiForTexas.com. You got a little vodka who backs you, man. Thanks, right. Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. So, yeah. I, and, I was just going to point out, love you, and I love, um, oh, the sweet man who's running for lieutenant governor. Oh, Mike Collier. Yes, but you're both white older men, so please help us. I mean, obviously, me for governor or someone, we need need some diversity there. Hand me my cane. I'll go find someone. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I'll say this as a minority constituent on this, uh, and happy to to have that and bring, bring that in. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> while yes I, let's point out joe i mean he has no control over being a white older man but i think what happens is <laughs> one of the things that can happen when people in that privileged position do get voted into a position of power that it's not just make space you know what i mean it's hold the door open yeah you know mm-hmm. like because change is coming and it's just a matter of what side of history do you want to be on? And do you want to be seen as somebody who's who's talked about it 
or who said, I'm keeping this door, uh, the door is open. It's, it's open, you know, so. That's well said. No, no, I totally get you. And, and, you know, younger voters need to know uh, that there is a place waiting for them to yes. assume the mantle. And, yeah. and I will do that. Thank you. All right. I'll, I'll run your California campaign and uh, all my all my campaigns <laughs> move into Texas. There you go. It's happening every day. Perfect. <laughs> it really is. Okay, last question, Joe. Have you read Joseph Storm, the story about the Galveston Storm? Was like, oh yeah, yeah, Isaac Storm. Yeah, sure. Isaac Storm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, absolutely. That was a good Great book. book. Great oh, book. Man. So sad. So sad. <laughs> Wait, all right. And, 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 and on that note of Galveston being completely <laughs> underwater and everyone dying, Amy. Take us, take us home. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much to Aaron and Sam and our over the ledge benevolent empress, Stephanie Chiarello. And thank you, Joe, for taking time to talk to us. Thank you to Mariah Gossett for recording us and making us sound good. And to our lead correspondent intern and stand in today who worked on tonight's show, Lily oh Steinhauer. With the help of Sam Holloman, Holloman, Benedict Parks, and Caitlin Moe. I'd like to thank you, Amy Lowry, for guiding us through this episode. Thank you. <laughs> and that's our show. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Like us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and now TikTok as at Over the Ledge with no D. Freedom isn't free. It costs a buck oh five. So please consider supporting Over the Ledge with a contribution so we can keep educating you about the Texas legislature. You may become a patron at patreon.com slash over the ledge. Joe, tell us your handles on social media and final, final comments here. Take us home. Yeah, absolutely. I, I want you to go to my website, which is Jaworski for Texas.com. And that's F O R. None of those funny little numerals Jaworski <laughs> for Texas. And then uh, in Facebook, it is uh, Jaworski for TX. Jaworski for TX. Actually, that's Twitter, Jaworski for TX. Uh, Facebook is Jaworski for Texas. And then Instagram is again Jaworski for TX. So when you become Attorney General, can I still call you Joe? Yes. Oh, please. Always. And and actually, for the for those of you that are very close, just call me General Joe. General Joe. <laughs> well, I mean, why not? Right? I mean, I'm you got the title. Joe, okay. General Joe. General Joe. You got it right here. It started here. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, everybody.